This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 where you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're on our website, you can click on that radio page, check out some past shows, and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also on our website, feel free to check out our, our, our blog page. And if you want to watch some videos, you can visit YouTube by typing in Safe Harbor Retirement Group and watch different types of financial topics. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us or me, if you have any questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face meeting, a Zoom call, or even a conference call. Well, after weeks of news stories and political back and forth, the American Rescue Plan has been signed into law by President Biden. The act has a broad reach in terms of who may benefit, and its ultimate objective is to grease the wheels a bit as the economy slowly lurches back to life after more than a year of COVID-19 restrictions in both the professional and personal lives of millions of Americans. The $1.9 trillion plan earmarks $1,400 for qualifying Americans, and that has gotten the lion's share of the attention. But once you begin peeling back the axe layers, it's easy to find elements that will affect many people. But let's step back you know, from the American Rescue Plan for just a moment to allow me to introduce to you my co-host this week and every week, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? I'm doing very well this week, Corey, and I'm excited about today's show. Thanks for having me on. You know, it's been a busy week, but a good one. How about you? What have you been up to? You know, I have, I'm doing good. I finally actually got out and uh, played a little golf over the weekend or, you know, this yeah. last weekend. So looking forward. Looks like it's supposed to be, you know, in the 60s, some, you know, some of this week. And, um, nice. Um, starting to feel a little bit more like spring so hopefully uh you know going forward here that's around the corner you know and with spring you know this is actually a pretty busy time for us at the office too before summer kind of hits now which is the kind of the next big thing and i think with a lot of uh you know a lot of you know people from central ohio locked up here for the last year i kind of expect them to kind of hit the road for some vacations yeah. when the time does come so um i think for the next couple months will be really busy and then it'll probably get a little quiet during the summer but uh yeah you know we're always trying to you know help people create plans and and uh it, it is a busy time of the year to do that right now well right and you know it's it's tax time as well and with the stimulus there's a lot of people uh who are needing financial advice and everybody should be working with a financial professional like yourself i know you've been really busy and uh, let me say i'm fired up for today's topic too you you brought us a good one Corey. i'm sure a lot of people out there a lot of our listeners have been following this uh, stimulus package they call it the american rescue plan 
Um, uh, truth be told, it's really long. Uh, there's a lot to it. It's really detailed. So let's roll up our sleeves and, and dig into some of the highlights. Uh, where do you want to start with this? Well, you know, Tony, I, I think that there's a, a great article that Investopedia put out, and it's the American Rescue Plan, and it's Biden's $1.9 trillion stimulus package, as our, and we're going to use that as our guide today. You know, the article really begins by breaking down the act a bit. Um, remember, this is the third stimulus act to make its you know way through Congress. You know, the first one was for $2 trillion, and the second one was for $900 billion. So you don't need to do, you know, really be a math whiz, Tony, in order to find out that that's a whole lot of stimulus that's been <laughs> pumped into the economy. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes drastic times, you know, call for drastic measures, and that's really what's kind of taking place. Now, in addition to the direct payments, the act includes extended unemployment benefits, the continuation of eviction and foreclosures, and, you know, bumping up the child tax credit while also making it fully refundable. And finally, the act also supplies money to state and local governments to help cover lost tax revenue, money to schools to begin safely opening up kindergarten, you know, through eighth eighth grade learning, and to subsidize COVID-19 testing and vac- vaccination delivery as well. Wow. That's a lot, a lot of great information. So uh, I'm guessing a fair number of our listeners are either parents or grandparents. So the news of money to help schools reopen, that's more than welcome. And I'm also struck by the there's aid in there for state and local governments, because I think without that, uh, I know a lot of people were probably looking at local tax hikes. A lot of them are big ones and maybe cut to some government services or local services. So Tell us a little bit more, though, about the direct payments. I know that's what we've heard about on the news, isn't it? Yeah, and I would imagine a lot of the people, you know, a lot of our listeners out there, if you did, if you are going to receive, it's probably already received it. Um, you know, the act provides, you know, $1,400 payments to a single people making $75,000 or less annually. And that figure builds on the $600 in the second stimulus to arrive and the $2,000 payments that were, you know, originally proposed. So couples with an adjusted gross income of $150,000 or less will receive the full stimulus amount. Additionally, dependents also qualify for payments. So it's important to note that payments to individuals begin to shrink, you know, for that income higher than $75,000 before vanishing completely at $80,000. So for couples, the stimulus disappears for adjusted gross incomes greater than $160,000. Wow. Yeah, I know if you have direct deposit uh, for your taxes, you've already gotten it if you're going to get it. I think it's a safe bet that a lot of people already understand these direct payments just because of the media attention, again, that they've received. But Corey, what can you tell us about unemployment benefits? That's a big part of this too, isn't it? It is. You know, the American Rescue Plan, Tony, um, does push unemployment benefits of $300 weekly through September 26th of 2021. So just as importantly, it also makes the first $10,200 of 2020 unemployment benefits tax-free for families that make $150,000 or less. Now, additionally, if you had taxes withheld from your 2020 unemployment benefits, you'll be able to get that money back when you file your 2020 taxes. Or if you've already filed, you can get that money back with an amended tax return, you know, as as well. Wow. 
So uh, while they're really doing a lot for unemployment benefits and making those benefits at least the first $10,200 of benefits you might have received last year tax-free, if if you made a total of one hundred and fifty thousand or less on your last tax return, that's that's good to know too. I did not know that aspect. Um, speaking of unemployment, does the act do anything in regards to Cobra? I know that's an area of concern for many people. Yeah, it does, Tony. You know, the act includes one hundred percent subsidy of Cobra healthcare insurance premiums so that the unemployed can stay on their employer healthcare through the end of the September. So another critical element of the American Rescue Plan is an extension of eviction and foreclosure as well. Specifically, legislation provides $30 billion in emergency rental assistance and another $10 billion in mortgage assistance. Wow. Okay. So I know the Act also addresses food assistance, right? What details can you give us about that? It does include $510 million for FEMA emergency food and shelter programs which will be used to offer overnight shelter, you know, meals, a month's rent or mortgage assistance and months, you know, worth of utility payments. It also provides additional emergency nutrition assistance, you know, to folks on food stamps, including a 15% jump in benefits that will now last through the end of September as well. So rather than the original expiration date, which I believe was on uh, June 30th of this year, so the legislation also provides $5 billion to the pandemic EBT program, which you know supplies school children with emergency nutrition benefits as well. Additionally, that money will provide $800 million in funding to the WIC program for low-income you know, women and infants as well. Yeah, I know they've waived uh, the cost or, or paying for school meals right now uh, when they're bringing kids back in some school districts have. So uh, that's interesting. That's good to know. But you know what, Corey, this is a lot of numbers you're throwing out. And I'm sure, I mean, 1.2 or $1.9 trillion is a, it's a lot to wrap your head around. It's a big number, but I'm sure it represents a grateful segment of people that are receiving some of these benefits. And I, I think this has been a great show so far. We should take a quick break though. Is there anything else you want to add before the break? Yeah, Tony. You know, for our listeners out there uh, today, you can always visit our website at safeharboroh.com or feel free to give us a call at 614-760-0670. And when you do make that call, you know, we can discuss on how we're going to be able to answer any questions or concerns that you have about your path towards retirement. You know, it's our goal at Safe Harbor to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. And the best way to to take advantage of that is is schedule a complimentary no obligation meeting with me. And again, if you have a financial plan, we'll provide you that second set of eyes for your second opinion. And if you don't have one, we'll get one set up. So again, just give us a call at 614-760-0670. All right. Thanks, Corey. And listeners, we're going to be right back with more conversation about what the American Rescue Plan may mean for you here on Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Throughout our working years, we attempt to accumulate as many eggs as possible into our retirement nest. Unfortunately, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At Safe Harbor Retirement Group, we have put together a simple way for you to group your retirement assets. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download a complimentary color of money report at safeharboroh.com or call us today at 614-760-0670.
Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 or feel free to visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And again, while you're on our website, you can click on our radio page and check out some you know, previous shows as well as subscribe to our show on Apple Podcast or Spotify. If you're on our website, again, you can just check out our blog page. And if you want to watch some videos on different types of financial topics, just visit our YouTube page by typing in Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Now, during our show today, we've been talking, you know, really taking a look at the recently passed American Rescue Plan in an effort to whittle down some of its complexities to help you get a better sense of what parts may apply to you, you know, and your financial strategy. And Tony, I know we've been throwing out all kinds of numbers here. You know, one point no nine trillions a lot. Yeah. So you know, we'll kind of continue on with this. Well, and you definitely hit on some high points uh, so far about this stimulus package, and I also know there's a lot of critical information left to talk about. So, what do you have next for us? Well, the next one we're going to kind of address is the expanded child tax credit. Now, clearly, if you have kids of your own, you know this is a really big deal. The legislation provides $3,000 yearly payments for each child between the ages of 6 and 17 and for and $3,600 for each child under the age of 6 for couples who make $150,000 or less and for single parents who make $112,000 or less annually. Now these payments would be delivered, you know, through direct deposit each month. So if you have one child under under 6, you're going to receive $300 per month. If you have a child between 6 and 17, you're going to get about $250 each month. Wow. For a lot of families, that extra bit of money each month is going to really help buy things kids need. You know, more groceries, uh, clothes, uh, all the things kids need. Does the legislation do anything for college students, though? Well, you know, Tony... Unfortunately, um, the news on this isn't isn't really that you know quite good. While the plan doesn't re- you know directly include student loan forgiveness, it does contain a provision that any student loan forgiveness legislation passed between December thirtieth, twenty twenty, and January first, twenty twenty six, will be tax free. Now, remember, loan forgiveness is generally taxable income. So let's stick to the education theme a bit longer as well but kind of go back to the benefits for younger students. The American Rescue Plan provides $130 billion for K-12 through education. Now, specifically, this money is earmarked to reduce class sizes, improve ventilation, purchase personal protective equipment, and to fund additional steps that's going to help schools reopen as well. Wow. Well, when you say help schools reopen, you hear an audible sigh of relief from uh, some of the parents listening. <laughs> right now i'm sure gory yes yeah i think you're you're definitely right with that uh tony and i and you know when i know a lot of schools here in central ohio are hybrid but i but i know quite a few of them are going you know they're back to full time now as well um so i but i should also mention you know the this plan also provides 40 billion dollars for colleges and universities to supply emergency financial aid grants to students so an additional $40 billion will, will find its way to child care providers via the Child Care De- and Development Block Grant Program. And lastly, the plan includes $1 billion 
you know, to the Head Start program as well. Wow. Well, this is a lot of great information, and I think we're all hoping this money will help get students back into schools for actual in-person learning. Uh, but I know, Corey, you work with a lot of business owners, small businesses, and small business owners. What does this legislation do for businesses? Well, that's a good question, Tony. You know, you know, for restaurants and bars, it does establish a new program that's going to act, that's going to dedicate as much as twenty-five billion in pandemic assistance grants. Now, specifically, these grants can funnel as much as ten million per company with a cap of $5 million per physical location and can be used to handle payroll, rent, utilities, and some other expenses as well. Now, the Paycheck Protection Program will receive an additional $7.25 billion and nonprofits will now be permitted to apply for forgivable loans to help them meet payroll and other operating expenses as well. Wow, okay. Uh, That's good then, I guess. The next thing I'm curious about is how some of this money is going to be used to actually address the pandemic itself. I mean, uh, we're talking about a lot of numbers here, uh, but is there anything in there to help address the pandemic, like vaccinations or testing? Yeah, Tony, you know, roughly $50 billion is going to be used to cover additional COVID-19 testing and contact tracing. $19 $19 billion is going to be dedicated to increasing the size of, pub, you know, of the public health workforce, and about $16 billion of it is going to cover vaccine distribution and supply chains. Okay, that's good to hear. And, you know, I've read articles about the growing concern local governments and school districts are having about meeting their obligations uh, because of smaller revenue over the past year. Uh, does the legislation do anything to address those concerns? Well, you know, Tony, I do think, you know, revenue declines are, you know, it's a, it's a very real worry for a lot of these governments. In fact, the article highlights a Washington Post study that found 26 states saw revenue declines between December of 19 and, you know, December of 2020. So the plan contains $350 billion in aids to states, cities, um, tribal governments and U.S. territories designed to fill the gap left behind by the lost tax revenue the pandemic has cost these entities. Well, yeah. And, you know, one other thing I wanted to ask you about, I heard, you know, we heard a lot early on about them trying to include something uh, to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. And I know that was a heated debate topic. Did anything come from that? Well, you know, there isn't any uh, minimum wage increase in this legislation, Tony. However, there seems to be, of course, a lot of interest on both sides of the aisle for increasing, you know, this minimum wage in some some respect. So it seems like this is a topic that's going to heat back up fairly soon. And my guess, Tony, it's going to probably be in the fall. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll probably be a compromised amount if they can get it through. Well, you know, and the the arrival of vaccines and now the the passage of the stimulus package, the American Rescue Plan, you know, probably has hopefully a lot of people feeling more optimistic that a return to normal life may not be too far off. Now, we should probably take another quick break here. Is there anything you want to add before we do? Yeah, Tony, um, just real quick. 
I'd just like to make sure our listeners know that if you give us a call at 614-760-0670 or visit our website at safeharboroh.com, you can schedule a complimentary no-obligation meeting with me, and we can just make sure that you're going to be set to have a successful retirement. Again, our phone number is 614-760-0670. All right. Thanks, Corey. And we're just going to jump right back into our next segment. I mean, we've been looking at this recently passed American Rescue Plan, or the new stimulus package, $1.9 trillion. And what what the many details and nuances may mean for you and your family, as well as businesses and the community. How would you like to get this final segment started, Corey? Well, you know, now that we've kind of, you know, went through this American Rescue Plan, Tony, I thought we kind of shift our focus just slightly and look at the, you know, the budgeting steps you may want to consider you know, as society and the economy slowly returns, you know, to something of a normal life. You know, there's a recent CNBC article titled How to Create Budget for a Post-COVID World um, in um, Financial Advisors. It has some very useful and, and user-friendly insights, I believe, as well to discuss, to kind of wrap up our uh, last segment here. Sure. Sounds like a good plan. I think economic realities around us have changed a lot in big and small ways for plenty of people over the last year. So what do you have for us? Well, you know, the first step is to really build is to build a post pandemic budget. And I know a lot of people don't like to use, you know, hear that word, but that's really what the first step is. Um, you know, during the, the pandemic's most intense months, you know, many Americans weathered a lot of economics ups and downs because of fluctuating income, stimulus payments, and perhaps even an entire loss of income. So as vaccination delivery continues to get better and better, you know, it's kind of time to sharpen your, that, you know, that trusty number two pencil, if anyone out there still uses them, and, and, and kind of get ready to work on that budget. Okay. So along those same lines then, Corey, what does the article say about child care expenses, both pre and post pandemic? Well, you know, during this pandemic, Tony, there's a lot of families out there that had more cash in their pockets because so many child care programs were temporarily shut down. At the same time, because of the increased operating cost and reduced capacities that came with the pandemic, many child care facilities may never reopen as well. So, you know, what does that mean for you, for our listeners out there? Well, it, it could mean, you know, availability, you know, shortages and increased pricing. So if you have young kids, you're really, you know, you really are going to want to do your homework on this one so that you make sure you're making your best decisions for your family and, you know, for more importantly, for your finances. Yeah. And, and during this pandemic, I've read several articles where people noted they were adjusting how they're saving for retirement. I would think that's a big thing to address when you update your budget. Absolutely. You know, if you if you reduced what you were saving for retirement to provide more monthly cash, or um, or you maybe even eliminated all your savings for retirement, getting back on tracks can be one of your new budget's most essential elements. Because you know we we discuss that so often, Tony. Compound interest over years, and you need to really make sure that you're saving. Well, right and. You know what? Unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show, Corey. Is there anything else you want to add? Yeah, Tony, for our listeners out there today, if you'd like to schedule a complimentary no obligation meeting with me, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 or feel free to um, visit our website at safeharboroh.com. 
Now, I know we covered a lot in this episode today, so if you would like more information about what we've discussed, again, just reach out via our website at safeharboroh.com or our phone number at 614-760-0670. And when you do call in, you know, we can discuss um, any questions about today's show or any questions or concerns that you may have about your retirement. You know, it's our goal at Safe Harbor to help you prepare for the retirement you work so hard for. And the best way to do that is really take that no obligation complimentary meeting with me. Join us soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.